And we have officially started. We let her rip. And uh, welcome to the Lily and Mikey show, where she brings it, and I most definitely wing it. So uh, take it away, Michael. Take it away. We're getting her started <laughs> off strong. I'm off a of caffeine buzz. <laughs> hey, you know, sometimes it's a nice place to be. <laughs> Until it's not, and then the crash hits, right? Happen I too. might start snoring. I might start snoring in the middle of this. Don't do it. But I'll you know, your to topics are usually pretty compelling, so I don't have to worry about that. That's true. No, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm very humble. Let me just say, in your, in your humble opinion. <laughs> no, but um, anyways, so uh, we're gonna do two again. Michael uh, had some company visiting him. You know, it's yeah, summertime. You know, and it was the week of the 4th of July. That too. You know, a lot yes. going on. Yes. Had my brother and then also one of my best friends in town. So. Yeah. And, then, you know, actually next week it's going to be my fault because I'm going to be in Jamaica. So. She's going to Jamaica <laughs> without me. Yeah. Can well, you believe that, man? <laughs> if it's awesome, um, you guys can come next time no, and you I, know it's It's awesome. just me being bitter because, you know, I already <laughs> went to Mexico in yeah. March, and then I went to Disneyland with my family yeah. in June. So, like, you know, I'm out of money. It's all yeah. right. It's not like you couldn't have come. I'm just saying. No, but anyway, yeah. So we're trying to, like, make up for it with giving you guys more than one episode when we have the little breaks like that. And, you know. It's all about the content, baby. Yeah. We'll, we'll like, get to better at maybe planning more of a schedule. But, you know, here and there, there's just going to be stuff that comes up, right? Everybody has that. Yeah. So, Sorry about that microphone. <laughs> I'm just slapping it. All right. Anyway, so today we are going to talk about the history of video games. Video games? <laughs> I know you kind of uh, like them. I've been, yeah. I mean, I was born in 1984 and I grew up in the 90s. And yeah, I, I remember the MS-DOS games, you know? Woo-hoo. So it's uh, it's been a trip. Yeah. So I thought we kind of share that trip with people and people who are, you know, in our age range can, you know, enjoy the flashback in time, maybe learn some things they didn't know, because I sure did. But even like at my house, we have a, uh, uh, I bought like this big, huge video game, um, what's the word? Holy crap. Anyway. Council or console? Well, it's a console, but it's uh, it it allows you to play all different games. So, mm-hmm. Super Nintendo, NES, yeah. um, and so you know, my kids have been. It was kind of fun to watch them play some games, games that yeah. I played when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's not like they're like, "Man, the graphics suck. These games are dumb." They're like, "Man, this game's awesome." I'm like, "I love you, children." Yeah. Well, I mean, I even know you know people in their twenties, and they're it like looks like a lot of people. They'll go back and be playing. Those games, and I'm all like, "How can you sit and play that?" I, I got sick of looking at bricks. I had to do it for, <laughs> you know. Now I want the pretty. Hey, stuff. but you know what? <laughs> Flashback to the retro. True, true. And I mean, you have to say one thing. It doesn't matter how pretty a game if it sucks. You know, if it, if a game. Yeah, yeah. Like the content, and I'm sure we'll get here at some point. But you look at like the, um, you know, fantasy games from back when. They had to like come up with good stories, yeah. Because it's not like they had some crazy visuals that will like entrance you because they're so beautiful. I mean, <laughs> very true. <laughs> so anyway, and for anybody who wasn't around during all that time period, 
you might learn a few things you just didn't know. So I'm excited to do this topic. Some might find it somewhat educational. Yeah. So, for example, video games actually began in the 1950s and 60s as a computer scientist began designing simple games and simulations on the mini computers and mainframes like at his work. Really? <laughs> See, because I thought like the OG game, like the original was like the little bar that went up and down and you bounced the ball back very and good, forth. Very good, very good. That was close. You're very close. His was basically that. It He basically uh, referred to it as like a, almost like a tennis simulation. Yeah. And it did have a line in the middle and two dots that would bounce back and forth. But And a compelling dot at that. Yeah, that was it. And, um, you know, he ended up leaving it at that. When he left the place that he was working, they have the machine over in a corner. They show a picture that's as exciting as the game was. It was literally just a ball bouncing back and forth. Yeah. Or a little green dot bouncing back and forth. Well, and then, like, weren't the computers back then, like, the size of a room? Yeah. And now, today, we have, like, (laughs) smartphones that are almost as thin as a strand of hair and it's like how yeah they show the picture and it looked like a star trek like the old school star trek um you know uh what's it room the uh, the bridge not the bridge well yeah that too but like when you'd go down to the lower deck uh where you know all of the where like the power source was yeah yeah where the like lithium <laughs> where the lithium crystals no, but yeah, like the whole thing where like they're just giant boxes with a whole bunch of buttons and lights and you're just like, oh. <laughs> I miss that. Yeah. I miss the large <laughs> plastic <it>. flashing buttons. <laughs> In fact, when I went to Disneyland recently, we were, we rode on the new uh, um, Rise of the Resistance ride and <laughs> it was like a playground of flashy button lights. You go in there and you're like, oh. Look at all these buttons I can push, you know? Okay, the engineer room. That's the one I'm hey, talking about. I couldn't find the word. You got it. <laughs> How, I've always been like that my whole life. I'll like lose a word and it's like rolling around in my head teasing me. Well, <laughs> at this point, if you've listened to any of our shows, you know that's a common oh, occurrence. True. And we own it, you know? We, yeah, we do. We're like the king and queen of brain farts. Like sometimes we get quite mentally flatulent. Yeah, I remember. And uh, you're the innocent bystander, but I'm glad you click on the button and you listen. So it's fine, you yeah, know? We, we do, and we hope it's fun listening to us even when we do that. I hope it actually makes you laugh instead of being irritated. <laughs> I had a time I couldn't remember Eeyore's name. And what? I still remember this because guess what? Three days later, in a How totally different group of people, I'm like, Eeyore, Eeyore. And they all look at me. They're like, what are you talking about? And that's why I remember because I was mm-hmm. like, sorry. It just, you know, came yep. back. <laughs> so yeah, that was before we had the internet where I could have just been like, or Google and say, yeah. hey, Google. Who right. was the donkey on we can, Winnie the Pooh? We can cheat now. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's, it makes me feel so much better. <laughs> so anyway, he made this computer, right? Um, this computer scientist. And, you know, it didn't really go anywhere. And it was M- uh, then later an MIT student. Of course um, it's an MIT student. <laughs> the Massachusetts Institute of Technology. <laughs> yeah. So he decided that he liked the idea of having a game that you could play, you know? And, you know, you're going to school there. You have your projects. You're proving yourself, right? Was he getting sick of Pictionary? (laughs) Probably. Next level, man. Next level. So he made a Space War, which was 
it was basically made like for people who have like super brainy computery brains. Space war. <laughs> Seems yeah. like the better version of Star Wars. <laughs> Space war. Oh, okay. Whoops. I mean, I, I got my words twisted. Or because there's another one that's computer space. That was the one that okay. is made by the persons who were all like computery guys, and it was so hard for the normal people to play. And it was called computer space. It, no, it was called yeah, computer space. Do you see how I mixed them up? That was just me and words. It's okay. So space war was almost like the first one, except for the bars would move, right? Okay. And so it was like basically we're still on the tennis level of this. All right. So, um. But you know, but it, the famous one isn't it called like Pong or something like that? You're pretty darn smart. But <laughs> yeah, so they basically they'd release this, you know, later. The people it was actually um, Megan X Odyssey was the first video gaming console, actually. And <laughs> this is great. You had your TV. I didn't know about this, and you could take these little pieces of. Uh, like um, plastic that you could kind of see through and you'd turn it to a channel that didn't have signal. So you'd have the white static and you'd stick it, it so it's static electric, electricity would stick to your screen. And it had this little, you know, square that could bounce back and forth, the upgrade of the original. Wow. And they decide, figured they out how they could just move that around, right? They'd figure it out. So they'd put up a little, you'd put up this little uh, plastic thing that would electron or static electric stick to your screen. And then you could move the ball around and play the game based off of what's on the little plastic. Wow. So you could put a tennis plastic up and bounce it around and play tennis. Or you could take like little kids and... Like, hold on, them. we're going to change the game scenery. <laughs> New plastic background, let's go. Exactly. <laughs> That's what it was. Because they wanted to bring it into people's homes. It was like a good idea. And then they actually got a shooter game. That was where your first shooter came from. But you had to pay. It was $100 for the original. And this is in, in what year? <laughs> this was Back when $100 was like $10,000 1962. Now. So yeah, so basically you sell your left nut and you could pay for it then. It was $100. <laughs> and if you paid extra, you could get the gun game. Okay. Uh-huh. And you also had to put, you know, the little, on the screen, you would have to put up the little uh, plastic thing. That yeah, so there's, there's some effort involved. It's okay. <laughs> so yeah, you'd basically switch them out and the whole time you just had like a little cube that you were, cubes that you were moving around. Sweet. But you know, I mean, it's kind of cool. I never knew that. I'd pay money just to experience that once. <laughs> This is where it all began. This is how we started. No, I'd love Stick to this see- plastic against your TV. I'd love to see you bring that home to your kids and be like, I just got the best video game console that ever existed. And oh, just, gosh. Like, They'll be like, Dad, you paid how much for this? Please tell me you didn't pay money for this. Actually, probably now they're like a collector's item for oh, like Oh, well, yeah, if you had it now, right? you'd be like eBay silent auction starting at 500000 you know? Yeah, no doubt. Like, that's crazy. So that was the first home console. I actually thought it was Atari. You know, like in my head, well, that was what and, I remember. And that's what I thought, too. That's the yeah. first one that we think about. But yeah. obviously, yeah, before you get that organized, there were more humble beginnings prior. Yeah. So prior. in the early 70s was when it 
like hit houses and it was kind of, you know, gaining momentum. And this like sales guy's all like, if I can find a way to get people to take these in these houses. Just in time for all the I drugs. I can make money, yeah. <laughs> Whoa, dude, look at this. Whoa. Yeah, exactly. So I, I thought that was cool to find out. And then, of course, as you called it, the first arcade video games were computer space. The one I told you about that was made by, you know, engineers, uh, you know, like computer engineers and crap, like yeah. stuff like that. And they were just more complicated than the average mind wants to, you know, think through. So it was the first Especially arcade. when you're first being introduced into yeah. the computer game world. Yeah, it was the very first arcade game. And so it just didn't do that well because it was too intellectual. What a tragedy. <laughs> I know, right? And then... Um, like, okay, sorry. First volume didn't work out well. We got to dumb it down. It's got to be more dumb. Exactly. That's basically it. <laughs> So they More decided simple. we need something that anybody can play, not somebody who has a degree from MIT or whatever, right? MIT is the one that's the smart yeah, computer. That's yeah, that's the Massachusetts yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Institute just, of Technology. Because sometimes I, yeah. I mix it up with ITT. <laughs> That's a, that's a much lower... Anyone can get into the I ITT Technical Institute. I remember the ads. Like, I'm home from school sick, and someone else is home living with their mom, and they have no future, and it's like, come join the IT Technical, ITT Technical Institute. Get your degree in programming. Hey, hey, it was a way for people who didn't have money to at least start getting in the industry. I'm only mocking it because there's no comparison between oh, that no. and MIT. Oh, no. So when I'm like... I'm like I was telling people, oh yeah, I'm like my son's smart enough to get into, he got you know could get accepted into um, ITT, and they look at me funny, and I'm like, wait, wait, I think like, I, I'm I think pretty I sure the they pay people to go to that college at one point. <laughs> <laughs> Please I'm come like, enroll oh. in one of our programs. Oh yeah, we found some grant money from the government. We'll pay you. It's like, oh yeah, never mind. The principal guy said he could get into MIT. Sorry, and they're like, oh, "Okay, that makes more sense." Like, <laughs> much, much bigger deal. Way, and, way bigger deal. Yeah, and I'm not like one of those mom braggers, but the only reason I'd bring it up was because he decided he doesn't want to go to university. I hope he changes his mind someday. But I'm just saying, as a parent, when you realize your kid could go to schools like that, and they're just like, "I'm not interested," you're like, "Not fair." Or not like fair. my kids are like. I'm going to be a streamer. I'm like, oh, good. Yeah, but doesn't that what every kid wants now? Yeah. Is to be a streamer? I mean... I mean, it's like our inner kids coming out. It's like, yeah. we're going to talk about stuff and people are going to listen to it. And we're going to get paid. Yeah. Remember when we It's were- on the same realm, you know, watching someone play a game versus listening to someone talk about random crap, you know? I'm just saying, like, yeah, we're kind of on that boat. I'm just saying, isn't that what everyone wants? I didn't say we were excluded. It's all about the easy like, let's money. let's be honest. Well, no, Please it's about- continue to click people. We have hopes and dreams. <laughs> it's about being able to do something you enjoy over, you know, being owned by the man in right. certain hours. No, that's you know? true. I mean, yeah. you look at, like, top athletes. Yeah. They get paid- Millions and millions of dollars to do what they love. Yeah, exactly. You know, why not go for it? But imagine I, that concept. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to point millions of dollars for something you love. What a terrible existence. We wouldn't mind it. We wouldn't mind. Okay. So, anyway, <laughs> not no, me. But, I love working for the man. Oh, not me. Well, I or just, woman. <laughs> there are women bosses out there. I don't want to be sexist. I'd rather work for myself. Okay. Yeah. But anyway, so big squirrel. 
what I was going to try to say is, you know, when kids were younger, they were all, you know, remember when we were going to school, people wanted to be doctors or biologists or go to space. And like now, I bet you like 80% of children want to do something to do with being famous. I guarantee we could find a video on YouTube right now of some guys playing Pong to show their Pong modern strategies. gamers how it started. <laughs> and everyone's like, whoa, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. Let's Millions of years, people paid for that? Whoa. <laughs> let's bring it. Let's bring them back. Let's bring back Pong. So, okay, what Pong was, because like, sorry, we totally went on a rant. I mean, you know, we do that. We do that. <laughs> That's what podcasts so, are for. It's, a, it's a, yeah. an hour rant. Freedom. <laughs> I'm ranting. Deal with it. So Pong was, they figured out that if you're moving these, you know, sides back and forth and you're bouncing a ball between well, right. them. Yeah, you've got a bar on one side. No, we're talking about the two sliders and the ball and you have to catch the right. ball with the slider. Right. And bounce it to the other side. Right. So that's like your... Up and down, up and down. That's like your ping pong um, paddle or your uh, tennis... Racket. Racket. Yes. So... The they made that, and they actually made it so you could sit down and play across from someone. And ha, I just want to point this out because I think it's awesome. Women tended to be better at the game than men. That doesn't surprise me because they're better at almost everything. Well, no, it's something to do with um, like what motor skills that women tend to use. Probably coming from the hunter gatherer. You know, we'd go out and gather berries, etc., and you guys would go hunting. But anyway, okay. that's why we find things. That's why you're like, I can't find my keys. And we walk right over and hand it to you because we walk in the room and we see it. Is this why my wife always tells me to call her phone? Probably. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's something else. Maya! <laughs> you call my phone! I called it 10 minutes ago. I lost it! <laughs> call it! Well, you know, she's got five kids. <laughs> No, it's it's not her fault. Yeah, but uh, you know you have a valid point. That's <laughs> a, that, this is a whole other podcast. Yeah, let's talk okay. about the inequality of pockets for women okay. in clothes. New, that's a whole different I story. Agree. I actually used to maybe wear- maybe we'll go there. I think they're in bed with these purse manufacturers. <laughs> well, I'm just saying. I agree because I used to buy men's dickies because I was at certain jobs because I was jealous of the fact that they had nice long pockets. Where yeah. I could put my whole phone and like half my Yeah, house meanwhile, like the women pockets yeah. is like, wow, I can put two quarters in here. Yeah, if you're lucky. <laughs> Maybe so, two dimes. Or the fake pockets that you can't even get into. That's another thing with girls' clothes. Okay, we need to turn this back. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so Rewind. Back. So Pong, women were generally better at it than men. It was something about, you know, just the their the nature of things hand eye coordination but like something with that anyway so guess what was a thing remember how you know people had the whole like Netflix and chill thing that they'd throw out oh yeah well women used to invite men over to pay to play pong I'd come over and play yeah <laughs> and you know they can maybe impress you because they might kick your butt and then they feel like oh yeah see I'm a keeper like. Uh-huh. <laughs> Look at my inability to push up and down properly to bounce this thing back. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so after that, um, Pong just like went nuts, right? It was all over every arcade. Everybody was playing it. Yeah. And it caused like a huge boom in the whole idea of making games for people and how much money there can yeah, be. Yeah, because they it, realize right? how much is on the table. Yeah. 
So by the mid seventies, low cost um, programmable, programmable. I always have a hard time with big words. Uh, micro producers replaced the discrete transitor transitor logic, which I totally know is computer lingo. <laughs> Circuitry. It's, it's, it's the transitor logic, Lily. You gotta they say, say it, it twice. right. Transitor, transitor logic, circuitry. Transitor, transitor. <laughs> of the early hardware. <laughs> and the first ROM cartridge. That's what we remember. Yep. The cartridges yep. were made. So going into what we recognize was Atari. Atari! Yes. And I didn't realize how much of a lead in the industry they had for a while. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, you might not know this off the top of your head if you look at your notes, but the difference between when Atari launched versus Nintendo, NES, what was the gap? Do you know? Um, Nintendo didn't come until around the 80s. They released their first system in 1985. Yeah, I'm right. I'm older than Nintendo. <laughs> yeah. I so. feel very important. It came out a year after I was born, y'all. Yeah. It was made So, for But you. Atari hit in the 70s? Atari, yes, it did. And, um, you know, like, I, actually, like, towards the, more towards the end. You know what I mean? It's like by the mid. Like 1979 yeah. <laughs> December release? <laughs> no. Before 80? Yeah, so what the Atari did was, you know, they decided to make Space Invaders. Oh, yes. Because, you know, we look at how much people are making on Pong, and they're like, we want some of that. We're going to make something more interesting. So they went ahead and they made Space Invaders, which was like, you were the little ship on the bottom of the screen that would slide back and forth and shoot at stuff. The, yes. the aliens that were low, lowering down. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it, like, that well, was And then there's deal. a bunch of games that stem from that. Yeah. Like Super Nintendo, there's a game called R-Type. Yeah. Which was way cool. Oh, Same concept. One. I don't know R-Type. There's so many games. I'm yeah. learning about the history. No, but, but it's the same concept. <laughs> yeah. And instead of a ship being at the bottom... It's mm-hmm. sideways, and then you have things coming at you across the screen, and you get like... Oh, you know what? I actually might know about that that, that one. It's the one that had like where you could see what was coming Yeah, later. and then you have like yeah, that weapon better. power-ups yeah. to get and everything. So it, it actually was the game that like made you know Space Invaders lame, but I just didn't remember the name of it. But we're talking <laughs> pioneers here. Yes, we are. We're talking those that paved the way true that. for our current level of gaming entertainment. Very true. So Space Invaders, you know, like I said, you were just like this little box with a what looks almost like a cannon box off the tip of it. <laughs> so it's just like a little box with a, with a long recti- rectangle off of it. And it fires little dots. And you've got little shapes that are looking kind of like aliens that are lowering down. And you have to get all of them before they hit you. Kind of thing. Do you remember that? I remember seeing no, that. No, I, I remember yeah. seeing that. I mean, I had a, a good friend in elementary school, and he took great pride in his original Atari that mm-hmm. he had, and he had a bunch of games on Atari. Yeah. So think about the difference. We went from basically different variations of hitting 
a dot back and forth on the screen between true two lateral lines you could move. Yeah. To a freaking thing that moves at the bottom of the screen <laughs> with stuff that falls down <laughs> that you can shoot at and you can move back and forth. So, yeah. I mean, it was an upgrade, you know? Um, and then magic happened. They released Pac-Man. Oh, yes. So, I didn't know this, but Pac-Man was the first video game character that, like, got fame as a persona. I even saw they had, like, a Pac-Man cartoon. I had no idea. Oh, yeah. No, not the one we watched. It was, like, before that. Way back. Yeah. And, like, they were releasing Pac-Man ice cream bars and Pac-Man. Like, Pac-Man was everywhere. And we're talking, yeah. like, the old old school. So did, like, the arcade game come after the fact? Which, was it Atari that Atari released it first? Atari released it. And Atari, you know, they went for the, they wanted to go and, and, and take down the whole arcade. Because, you know, Pong was the first really successful game, and it was an arcade game. So, naturally... They're going to go for what's making all the money. So they wanted to make better arcade games. So they made Space Invaders and um, Pac-Man. And Pac-Man, you know, it was easy to play. It was still kind of difficult. Easy until ghosts are surrounding <laughs> you from every side. Yeah, but it wasn't, like, complicated. You Honestly, knew what, you, you, I, you knew what I to do. I always really sucked at that game. Like, it was embarrassing. <laughs> I wasn't that awesome at it either. I'm yeah, just not gonna lie. I watch other people play and be like, "Good for you." I'm not even gonna try because I'm just gonna look like an idiot. <laughs> no, so true, so true. So, you know, here came the golden age of arcade games, and I still remember, you know, when that was the only place you could really go to play a game, especially if you came from a family that didn't have money. Like, you know, I was born a little later, and by the time I remember stuff, there were like console consoles. But, like, arcades were where you could just take some quarters, go pop them in the machine, and you could have fun playing all these different games. And, you know, by the time I started playing, they were keeping scores. So oh, you could yeah. try to beat people. And that, like, that's take what their the spot. draw was. You'd have yeah. a crowd around someone. They're like, oh, my gosh, he's going for the record. Yeah, yeah. And everyone would be, like, cheering and freaking out if— you know, they got it, and there's those people who are, like, always hating that person who always just manages every time they hit the spot and they're yeah. on top to just, like, beat it. And they're like, yeah, oh, they, my they have, like, the name they put yeah. in. They're like, I'll never beat Mikey TX's score. <laughs> no, it was Mikey like- TX is unbe- <laughs> unbeatable. Back then it was more like LJR. I freaking hate you, LJR. I don't know who you are, but you're my nemesis. Because, you know, nobody knew who they're like little abbreviated name were. But before you could only put like oh, I know there were like, only a couple yeah. letters. Yeah. yeah. And it'd be like, you're the guy I freaking hate you. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um we go from that, right? And in nineteen eighty three, there was a flood of like a lot of games, right? Yeah. And that was when you'd go into those arcades that would just like blow your mind because they were there was stuff everywhere. Like all over the place. Yeah. And anyways. It's when you started having like fighting games started. Yeah, exactly. And a bunch well, of other genres. Not for not yet. Not yet. Often they were like poor quality cloned, like trying to still mimic the ideas of the people who are making money. 
you know, someone like changing the name a little, changing the way it looked a little to try to like cash in. And <laughs> so we're talking about a knockoff. <laughs> yeah, basically. So it was, <laughs> you know, it wasn't exactly as exciting as you think. It wasn't what we were seeing like by the mid eighties. <laughs> okay, fair enough. <laughs> like not not quite there yet. So anyway, um, that was also around the time when. Computers that were only seen in like houses and stuff, or not houses, companies, sorry, I said that backwards, like started to kind of drop down in price, right? Yeah. And so the computer industry wanted to start trying to cash in on some of this stuff and kind of started like thinking about that. And you had guys who were computer guys who were showing up at, you know, um, Atari's door and being like, hey, you know, we want to help you make some games. And, you know, we think we should make a console. And I didn't know, but the Atari console that we, like, first played on wasn't the first Atari console. Oh, yeah, I'm sure there's there's different generations of it. It sucked. It didn't do well. It didn't really take off. You know, people just weren't really getting into it. Um, So, you know, like, it's funny how you, you look at things, and it's all, like, trial and miss, right? Like, people are always, like, throwing out an idea, and they're like, okay, that didn't work. Let's try something else. So... You know, like, it's interesting how the whole industry goes. So Japan decides they want to jump on the ride, okay? Because later Atari releases the better, you know, version. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, they're they're doing okay. And Japan's like, okay, we want our games. We have some games. We want a game over in the U.S. We want it there. And, and everywhere else, we want to cash in on this. So they get to thinking, and one of their guys... Was like, decided that if you add a little bit of a storyline, maybe it'll make it more interesting, right? Okay. So, what is born from that? Mario? No, no. Too no. soon? <laughs> Way too soon. No, but you'll, you'll, I'll explain it and then you'll understand. And this is all stuff I didn't know, which I found rather like fascinating to me. So, they made a game where there's a gorilla. Who steals a guy's girlfriend, climbs up to the top of a factory, and the guy has to dodge his barrels while he climbs ladders to try to save her. King Kong? Actually, he decided to call it the Stubborn Gorilla. But he wanted to pitch it to... This is so great. I never knew this. It's so cool. He wanted to pitch it to Americans, so he Googled Stubborn, and Donkey popped up. Did they have Google he, back then, though? He put in Gorilla and Kong popped up. Hmm. Interesting, right? And so he goes to the CEO of Nintendo and he's like, dude, we're going to name this Donkey Kong. And he's like, Donkey Kong? What the heck is that? What is a Donkey Kong? <laughs> what are you smoking? <laughs> But it took off. And, you know, like, it was the first time they'd added an actual story to a video game, right? So um, (laughs) they have the little guy running up, all right? And at the time, his name was not Mario. His name was Jumpman. Jumpman. (laughs) Very original. (laughs) What should we call this? Man, this guy jumps a lot. Maybe we can call him Jumpman. So he Watch, was, I can make him jump again. Jump, man, jump. Well, so that's not actually, you know, in the game, they never told you who the guy's name was. That's just what they called him. 
Okay. We just saw the guy jumping, right? We didn't know who he was. Okay. <laughs> so that just takes off like crazy, right? And then, you know, we get into the whole thing of where lawsuits start happening because you get people like taking pop-offs on Yeah, people getting and, greedy, yeah. wanting a piece of the pie. Well, guess what happened? Um, was it Universal Studios? Whoever made King Kong, I think it was Universal Studios. They tried to sue because they were saying that they'd stolen... The oh, idea they had ripped it Kong. off from them? Yeah. But when they went in the lawsuit, they looked back through paperwork and they discovered that the person who had like put a claim on that had actually released it to the public. So they, oh. they ended up having to pay all the other, like all of Nintendo's lawyer fees. They had to like compensate them. Ooh, for counter like, it was, Yeah, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> So that's what you get, man. You know, you start to learn some lessons, right? So, anyways, Nintendo's, you know, rocking that and and whatnot, and then you start to get some computer games that pop into the picture. When I right? think of computer games, it takes me back to like MS DOS, where you'd pull up very pixelated. I mean, I have fond memories as a child. In the media room in my elementary school, playing like uh, wagon, whatever, what is it called? Oh, it was uh, the Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail. Yeah, that was a fun game. And it was like you had the big old. It's not compact disc. It's not like the hard <laughs> it was disc. The floppy. It's the big, huge the, the floppy, floppy ones. Yeah, the floppy disc. <laughs> and uh, man, you pop that sucker in, and the screen was like green. And you got typhoid fever, <laughs> yeah. and you died. Yeah, I remember that. You know what? That I was exciting, though, man. That was so much fun. <laughs> Speaking of stories, you yeah. know, adding a story to a game. Go, yeah. So anyway, um, I remember actually like the earliest computer game I remember ever playing was Asteroid. Oh yeah, where you're like in the middle and you're just this little triangle and yeah. you're shooting the asteroids and they blow up and you just need to kill them all before they hit you. Yeah. So they get into like smaller pieces. Well, and they came you. out with like newer versions of that. Oh yeah, for sure. But you like the original was like black screen on gray little triangle spaceship in the center that could only rotate in a circle. Yeah. And you're shooting out little dots and you got these asteroids coming in, you know, they're big and then they break into two, then they break into the four, then they're little and they like come at you. And then every once in a while you get a spaceship who comes at you and like shoots and you have to like kill the spaceship. Yeah. So yeah, they're like the computer thing all happened and that's, it was freaking, you know, fun stuff. Um, but it wasn't super duper amazing, but nothing really was at that point. Right. Yeah. As long as it was, as it was like semi engaging, you were like, Oh cool. Let's do this. Yeah, exactly. So that doesn't like, you know, really get that far. It's not really that embraceive yet. Like people don't really like get really super keen on that. They're still more into like arcade games and what's going on with the Atari and everything. And then it's like a console war basically that starts to happen, right? Because here comes Sega. I owned a Sega. I actually have a lot of games that I really enjoyed. Yeah. I, I Sega did too. Genesis. I yeah, mean, me too. I loved my Sega Genesis. And I remember like Fantasy Star was like my favorite one because you could decide what girl you would end up with and then it would change your story and then go on and like 
break off into like different generations. It was cool. Yeah. <laughs> so well, I, so my favorite memory from Sega Genesis, two things. Street Fighter, and then also um, you had like, there was a, a RPG game called Shining Forces, and this came out later, not mm-hmm. like the very first stages of Sega Genesis, but um, yeah, I uh, I had a Sega and I loved that thing. I played so many like fighter games and mm-hmm. RPGs, and then uh, yeah, that's when games got much more immersive. Yeah. So, um, oh, you know, another one I really loved. I loved, um, was it? It's by Sid Meier's Pirates. The first copy of that came out on the Genesis, and I'd play that forever. Wow. Yeah. So, and I've always been a strong And what year did Sega come out? Um, Sega came out in the early um, 90s. Was it that late? I thought it was still in the 80s. No, I might be wrong though. No, we're Sega came out and their first system wasn't good, like it was really bad. People didn't like it, and you know, it was like they needed to go to round two with that. And it was actually in, um, in that time period where they felt like they were all, you know competing with each other and it was like Sega wanted to take down Nintendo and then um is what happened was Sega started coming out with a better system and but they didn't have like an icon yet right they didn't have any like Nintendo had started out with Donkey Kong and then they'd had Pac-Man like you know they they'd had these things going on and so Sega was still like trying to figure that all out, right? And then Nintendo comes out with Mario Brothers. Yeah. And it blew. I remember when I first saw Mario Brothers, I was blown away. Like you could even swim. Yeah. You know? <laughs> what blows my mind is though, how do they come up with this? Some plumbers? <laughs> well, this is funny. This is something else I learned that I didn't know. So... Fast Man yeah, with Super Mario. The way he got his name was the CEO got angry at the landlord for the building Nintendo was, you know, using. And he got angry at the landlord and decided to name Fast Man after him. So his name was Mario Segal. (laughs) And he he named Mario after him. And then they gave him a brother named Luigi. Can you believe, like, the most iconic... In fact, they actually say Mario's probably the most iconic video game character ever made. You know, yeah, if you think I'd about it. That. Yeah, and, like, I mean, you had, like, everything. Sega Genesis that kind of fired back with, like, Sonic the Hedgehog. That was their... One of their big franchise games from Genesis. Mm-hmm. Sonic. Yeah. So Super Mario Brothers like took it up to the next level. And like one of the problem one of the reasons you're having all these problems, which is really funny because I've noticed this throughout that history with these guys, is you would have some guys working for a company, they would uh want to raise or have this great idea, and the person of that company is like, No, I don't like that. So then they break off and they make their own, right? That's how Apple happened. 
those two guys were working for Atari. Steve Jobs or what? What were the names? I can't remember right now. I just know Steve Jobs. Yeah, I don't know all the, the other originating one. Apple fans. But, but yeah, anyway, those guys were working for them and brought an idea to them, and they said no. So they went and they went in their garage, and like that's where you know we started to get the computer game stuff. So it's like all these things keep happening, and um, I I think uh, like the same thing happened with Sega. It was like break off from somewhere else. And, you know, like, it, it happens all over the place. But finally we get to where, you know, there's this competition going on. And, you know, Sega releases Sonic the Hedgehog and, like, all that. And so now they're in a big, huge feud. But, like, Nintendo had better graphics than Sega when Sega first came out and was trying to beat Nintendo. And so it just didn't do it for them. So they finally decided to, like, get new software guys, like, fix it up. And then that's when they started releasing stuff like Sonic and the Genesis and all that came out. Okay. Um, so we're here and we've got these two systems that are doing great, right? And Nintendo's like, we got to beat Sega. We just got to. Well, there's this guy over in Russia who makes this game. He's an engineer. And... It's a game where, because he's like, I, I can make a game better than these, like a lot of these. I want to make a game. And guess what he makes? He makes a game where you have different shapes that move down the screen and you fit them together with other parts. Ah, Tetris. Yes. So okay. He's like, we're going to get very good at organizing boxes. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he's in a communist country. And what does a very smart communist do? He tells the guy that he needs to give him the rights. And he says, yeah, I'll give it to you for 10 years. Because what do you say when your communist leader tells you that you need to let him have the rights to your game for 10 years? You say, yes, sir. So instead of like becoming the super rich person at that point, he gave it to uh, his leader and his leader sold it to companies all over the U.S. and Japan and everywhere. Wah, wah. <laughs> so Talk about almost a hero. Yeah, and like that game, literally addictive. I can't explain it to a younger generation person. If you started playing, you would understand. Yeah. But there's just something about that game, and it didn't matter how old you were. But like your boss, you could walk into the office of your boss, and he'd be like trying to hide his Tetris on the screen. It was like nuts. Well, and the reality is... How gratifying was it when you built everything up except for that one side? <laughs> and here comes the long one, right? Yeah. The straight long one. You're like, ooh, I'm about to clear five rows. Boom. Yeah. That, and then right. another one comes. You're like, ah. <laughs> And it's the worst when you got to where you had to turn apart and finally like block your row. And then the line comes and you're like, why? Yeah. Or why? when you get like multiples of the like. The almost lightning bolt looking one, you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Where it's down over down and it's mm. like, where am I gonna put all these? <laughs> yeah. Or when you or or you get that square and you're like, oh crap, I gotta block off my big towers that I built. Exactly. And I won't be able to drop my <laughs> long one in there and clear out so many. I got pretty darn good at that game. I'm not gonna lie. I I was rocking it because I did have a a handheld and it was easy to just sit oh, down. And I play. was great when it was all slow. I'm like, look at me. And then it starts coming down like really, really fast. fast. And I'm like, screw it. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, I got you. I'm gonna go out and play basketball. So yeah, that kind of that that kind of kicked butt with the Game Boy. 
you know, it was, what, remember the advertisement was like power in your hand. Do you remember that? Oh yeah. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> yeah. Okay. When, when, when console went to a handheld device, <laughs> oh snap. And then what's great is you had, it was just the black and white screen, right? Mm-hmm. And then like, if you wanted to play at night, you buy this adapter thing that fits over the top and like shines a light so you can actually see the pixels on the screen. Yeah. You remember exactly. that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause it was just, you know, yeah. <laughs> black and it, it almost looked greenish in the background. Yeah. yeah. It was, it wasn't very impressive, but it was something. And there were earlier versions of a console, like back in the seventies, but it was like scary. And it looked like you were just put, there was like a few buttons on it. And I don't even understand like how that was cool. But, um, <laughs> and there was a, yeah, it, like there's some stuff I'm missing, but basically my problem is, is we could be here for three hours talking about this. So I just kind of tried to jump to like the more known things. Oh yeah, absolutely. You know, like, you know, there was another company It's that, like the history of games, <laughs> volume nine. Yeah. So like Odyssey made, you know, Pong and then we had, you know, Atari go and like we get, Pac-Man and Space Invaders. So it's just like, there's a whole history and, and I'm not going to touch on all of it. So if you guys... You know what's cool though is watching the transition from console to console, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The newer mm-hmm. technology when you start at 8-bit yeah. then you get to 16-bit, 32. And then I remember when N64 came out. Okay? Yeah. Nintendo 64. And now everything was like yeah. three-dimensional. I know. And exciting. like, oh my gosh. So... I, I really don't think I ever wanted to think for Christmas more than, than I ever did the year that came out. And, you know, it was in the 90s and the console was a couple hundred dollars. Yeah. Which was, you know, spendy. And, uh, but my mom made it happen. She made the dream come true. Aww. It was one of those Christmas mornings where I'm like, could she actually get it? <laughs> could it? Could it actually happen? Or maybe it was like 300. I can't remember. It was, it was a lot for that time. Yeah, it was. But my first game... Was Wave Runner? Oh, for 64. I remember that. I had the sixty four too, and yeah. I think that was mine it came, too. It came, came with, with the Wave game. Runner. Yeah, that yeah. was a fun game. <laughs> but then, like uh, Zelda sixty four, yeah, was crazy. And then, what's funny is I look back at it now, and it's like, wow, those graphics really suck, really yeah, bad. I know, and they right? look so liney and yeah. boxy. But, but you remember it was like when you state jump, of the art well, then. Yeah, but when you yeah. jump from the realm of looking at something from a top view that's flat yeah. to now a three-dimensional world, it was like, wow, whoa, look yeah. at these waves in this Wave Runner game. And we got so competitive. So after I got that, my older brothers, um, there was like a few different guys you could pick. There was like the big uh-huh. fat guy that could drive really fast, but he moves slow. Uh-huh. Anyway, but uh, it would get intense because we would try and beat each other's times. Yeah. And literally, you could start the race five seconds in. You knew you didn't hit that turn just right. You were done. There was no <laughs> point. True. It was over. You're done. It's like, it okay, pause, true. restart. Like, oh, I made an error. Pause. Because oh, you knew. I always tried to finish anyway. <laughs> you knew you had, that, you had to have that flawless run to beat the next back That's time, true. right? That's true. So it was kind of fun and a, a rush and at exciting. at the same time, stressful. When, yeah, when you're trying to beat... <laughs> <laughs> the other sibling, yeah, and then it could it could go. I mean, you could go on for like a week of solid playing to the point where your hands are going to yeah. fall off. But you were determined. You were going to dethrone your other brother or your friend 
and beat them at it. But we played the crap out of that game. And then like Star Fox mm-hmm. came out for 64 and that mm-hmm. was like, you know, Space Invaders, but another level. They had cool, likable characters. Yeah. You had these cool ships where you blast stuff. It's amazing to see where games were and, and where, where they've they are come. now. I but know. You, but just technology in general over the last 100 years. It's crazy how fast. The, I know. The, the level of acceleration of progress. Now I play some of these games where it's like, and I know back in the 90s, we were like, that's so realistic, right? <laughs> yeah, we were. <laughs> but it really is starting to get to the point where it's like, yeah, it is. You're right. <laughs> People are going to have a hard time. It's so immersive yeah. that we're not going to be able to tell the difference between a game and reality because yeah. it becomes so immersive. And that's where a lot of these sci-fi concepts yeah, well, have come from. Like Ready Player, Ready Player yeah, One. Yeah, we've already got these VR units out now. Like, I bet you it, we'll get to the point where it'll be like on Star Trek where you can go into the holodeck yeah. and experience things. I think we'll get there. Well, but like, even like the metaverse. I mean, people are buying real estate. Yeah. In a digital world. It's crazy. Like, if you would have tried yeah. to explain that to someone 30 years ago... they think you were insane. They're like, you're yeah. an idiot. Yeah. Or, like, people get so caught up in their avatars exactly. and, like, their look <laughs> and their, yeah. like, their digital presence, their call yeah. sign. Yeah. And... Um, it's becoming a big thing. But, yeah. okay, so one thing we didn't talk about that was a big game changer, oh, too. Oh, I'm not done. Oh, I know. Yeah. You it's know what? what? Actually, I'm going to wait. I'm gonna yeah, s- wait, wait. I want to see if you touch on this because there was a thing that totally changed my life in the gaming world. Okay, so one thing I wanted to touch on, because I'm I'm trying to, like like I said, I have to pick and choose what I talk about. If I miss anything, guys, I'm sorry. But it's like so much information. So basically, like what the computer games, you know, we're starting to do is, you know, they were starting with like the whole first person shooter kind of thing. And, you know, that was kind of a cool thing because people felt like they were a little more immersed. I personally have a hard time with first person shooter. I'm better at it than I used to, but I prefer being able to see my character. Yeah, Maybe well, like the first that one that I remember playing was like Doom. Yeah, we're going to talk about that. Okay. So anyway, okay, we're going with the whole Nintendo's got the whole handheld cancel. That's a thing. You know, Sega ends up console, releasing not console. Console, cancel, cancel. Con- We're canceling consoles. <laughs> so when when they did that, um, Sega, you know, wanted to jump on that boat too. And they had problems with, you know, um, it just like their graphics just weren't quite as pretty. I thought they did pretty good myself, but, you know. Um, and um, Nintendo had so many new games they were just throwing out all the time. We had like Mario. Well, let's get real. Driving, when like the Asians get like- involved, they're just so disciplined <laughs> and brilliant. They're all over it. And yeah. they just like, I mean, they've been dominating the tech world yeah, in they a have. lot of aspects for a long time. <laughs> See, and then my favorite, my favorite marriage happened. And that is when um, Sony decided to... Join up with Nintendo. PlayStation. Yeah, that was my console, Dude, man. The that, PlayStation. That console was a game changer, man. Yeah. You know, and then I like- have good <laughs> fond memories of watching uh, my brother play Final Fantasy Seven. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, Sony yeah. killed it. Yeah, and um, so. Actually, Sega was coming up with the idea of doing the whole, um, because it was a CD-ROM. Like, we finally got to where we had the discs, right? So you could do more with that. 
than you could with the floppy. And it was Sega who thought originally of the idea and was trying to put it together and got abandoned by the people who were doing like a lot of their software. Whereas in Nintendo got lucky and joined up with Nintendo. So they ended up Wait, releasing- Wait, you said Nintendo joined up with Nintendo. Nintendo you mean Sony? up with Sony, thank okay. you. Sorry. It's so many- Sega, bleh, I'm sorry, okay. <laughs> so right. yeah, anyway, the, um, Nintendo jo- joins up with Sony and Sony knows how to make stuff. They make perfect, great things. And Sega tries to release something, but they they basically had their like management get to the point where they felt like they were super important. And then, you know, they're getting a lot of money and these guys who are the ones who are actually making the games, thinking up the games, go up to them and say, hey, we want to raise. And they're all like, Psh, you're not important. And so they were all like, oh, whatever. And they lost like some of their best people. So oh, they had a parting of ways. Yeah, huh? so then they tried to just put together and release um, <laughs> the E.T. game. Do you even remember seeing that? E.T. It was like he was a little green box moving around the screen and stuff. And it was such a, for the console thing, right? It was such a bust. They literally, they released it. People didn't like it. We're giving it back. They buried, I didn't know this. They buried hundreds of thousands of consoles down, like, by the border and pushed rocks over it. Really? And just buried them. So I think it would be so cool to be the person who found all of those buried E.T., console. I feel so bad for the environment. (laughs) So yeah, it totally bombed. And you know, I mean, it was smart to try to like take after, um, to, to, to take after like an actual character. And that's like, this is actually like when they started to do stuff like that, like pulling football players, basketball players, you know, pulling in people and, um, you know, when they re- released the consoles, they weren't as pretty. So when they released the CDs, first guys releasing it are like, you know what? I like my music CDs to have cool covers and stuff. Why can't we do that with games? So they started putting, you know, players on the co- covers of like, you know, teams and stuff. And then we get the whole, um, what was the, that whole line of the um, football there's like a gajillion of those games. Oh, John the Madden. Madden, and that like starts to go nuts, right? And yeah, like, well, and like you had that. you had the the going backtrack a little bit. You had yeah. the boxing game from Nintendo with Mike Tyson, right? Yeah, exactly. So they realized bringing in people like that, you know, and they had the problem too with the whole like football thing of before they could only make seven characters, and they're like, they want the you know this famous. Uh, person to sit there and back the game and he's like i'm not gonna back a game with seven players this is football there's 11 and they're just they're just like what nobody's done that he's like well you just need to make it happen so you know like sony and um nintendo getting together was a beautiful thing because it gave them like a lot more options abilities right Mm -hmm. and as far as like the computer world went this woman her husband was like doing games and stuff and she's like i could do this she wanted to make a story game with pictures. She wanted something that you could see. And so in here comes, you know, the first kind of like 
fantasy adventure games where you're typing, walk through the room, go to the left, bow to the king. You know, and you have like all these options. Like these kinds of things start to come out. But it first came off of her just making like a little, almost like a storybook experience, you know? Uh So we have the computer kind of going that way. And then we have the, the consoles are like starting to just, you know, go nuts. And they're kind of seeming like they're, you know, kind of falling behind. And like you said, the 3D thing starts coming. It's awesome. Um, like, that's it. That's coming up in the works. Well, the computer did something cool, and they made Doom. Oh, yeah. Okay, right? And you remember playing that. Well, it had an option where you could play with other people. Multiplayer, baby! And so that kind of starts getting introduced, right? You could play and you have your friend next to you. There was like an opportunity for that. And, you know, Doom did great. And that, they were excited, like things are going good. And that's where you get the backlash from the media. You know, we've got, now we've got... Violent games. Yeah, now we've got uh, uh, Mortal Kombat where they're ripping people's spines out and finish them and all this stuff. Fatality. (laughs) And... You know, the country, is the government's starting to get upset. They're like, these are things that children shouldn't be exposed to. This is a problem. And, you know, it's starting to look bad for the video game world because of all of this. And that's when someone gets ingenious and decides to put ratings on games. Ah. Yeah. That makes sense. At one point, they start to push the envelope, and mm-hmm. then people are speaking up and be like, hey... Hold on a minute. Yeah, they're like, this is not the same as Space Invaders or Pong. Right. <laughs> you know, this is not. This is getting serious. <laughs> People are blowing each other up. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, that saves them. Because for a minute there, they were starting to think video games, you know, were going to be in big trouble. So they added that. It fixed the problem. You know, don't let your kids play mature if you don't yeah, want Yeah, I never thought that. about that. But yeah. that seemed to that did seem to come... Later on in the video game world. Yeah, it did. Especially as games got more immersive. Yeah, exactly. One, uh, so you kind of brought it up. The, the, the thing that changed my whole gaming ex- experience was PC, online. Okay, we're not, we're not quite there. Multiplayer. I'm going to stop you. Suck it in. Okay, so okay, is what I was about to tell it. you, because Doom is the keep beginning. Going, keep going. <laughs> Doom is the beginning of this. So Doom ends up releasing a game after Doom that's called Quake. Oh, Quake was big. So it's not just big. I realized that that is when we started to have, because you could get multiple players in and you could sit with your friends and play next to each other. So then we started having where people were making their own clans with their friends, right? And then they start meeting up with, there's a clan and then there's another clan and they decide to meet up and play each other, right? Yeah. And then it, they decide to make it a thing. And then more and more people come start coming. Mm-hmm. And like I even saw there was like old people who had like their old clan that you had to be over like 35, I think they said. But the guy who was talking about it was like gray haired and everything. And people would go and, and this started the whole, like I think this was the beginnings of competitive gaming, like professional oh, yeah. gaming, because that people would get together and they'd play against each other. And it got to the point where it was like nuts and out of control, and they still have that kind of stuff going on. Yeah. So it's crazy. So after Quake came out, 
then we get the let's make a multiplayer world. Yeah. And let's just make it so it's always on and you can log in and if you're on there. And that's where we get like Ultima online. Yeah. So the inter- the internet takes off. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, you get those discs in the mail for AOL. Mm-hmm. And initially we start chatting with people online. You're like, oh my gosh, I'm typing text to someone across the country or whatever. Exactly. But it but it did. It op- it it was a game changer for games. And this is why I at that point in my life I started getting more involved in PC games because of the multiplayer aspect. Exactly. So it was all about jumping online and playing with other people. Console, like, don't get me wrong, like N sixty four, we'd have our little parties where we, we played the crap out of like Goldeneye. Remember that James Bond Goldeneye mm-hmm. game? It was a first person shooter. It was a lot of fun for multiplayer. You could have, you know, four people and the screen gets split up. And, you know, at this point in time, no one had a massive size TV. Yeah. So where you could just run everywhere. You get into like four players and you're looking at your tiny little quarter of the screen where you're navigating the map and trying to shoot people. But then internet takes off and then it's like, now I have the whole screen to myself. Yeah. And I can play with other people still. We can just hundreds Mm -hmm. of people. Like it. And this is why game addiction starts to become a real big problem. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, and that's, <laughs> that's how they figured out in Quake. They were like, people really like playing against each other. Oh, yeah. You know, and Quake then, was a big yeah. game changer. I remember I was thinking, man, this is violent. This is cool. <laughs> Look at that big, huge gun. Boom. Yeah, exactly. So, so then we start you know, getting this all introduced. And... You know, people are starting to do more killing stuff and and everything. And um, the government was giving, you know, such a hard time about these killing games. But at the same time, even back when the early games started, they were having them make games for their soldiers to practice simulations, right? Yeah. So they end up, like, using, you know, because it's a way for them to practice stuff without getting hurt. Well, at one point, the army actually paid. Yeah, that's what I'm going to say. I was getting it to it. So... They made a simulation that was like for going in, you know, you have a mission, you have to save someone. It's not about just shooting people, you know, and you only shoot the people that you need to for it, like that kind of stuff. Well, they realized that it could be a way to kind of plant the idea of being a soldier. Yeah, it was was a recruitment initiative. Exactly. They were wanting people to get excited about being a real soldier. And it's like, Call up your army recruiter. This is what your life is going to be like. Yeah. So glamorized. Yeah. And it altered it like before, you know, the scenarios would be set up by somebody who was actually like a sergeant or, you know, whatever. And so they knew it. So they had to like make storylines for it and take out some certain things and add a little more, you know, glam to it. But yeah, they released a game. And then there was me. I didn't fall for that (laughs) game. I was like... I want to play Tom Clancy Rainbow Six. I oh, want to. I want to shoot terrorists. I hear you. <laughs> I played. Uh, I played the crap out of that game, and that's where I got really into like, because they would start doing the ladder system. Yeah. Right where you had a third party company mm-hmm. where they set up the rules. You created an account. Yeah. And then you did a match, and you played. And when you beat them, you're like, "Now do the honorable thing. Go report." Because <laughs> you were you you relied upon them to jump on and say okay on their yeah, end we played you and we lost and that was my obsession for like junior high school. In fact, what's crazy is I remember nine eleven when the terrorists hit the 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 
uh, the, the towers. Yeah. Because I was, I, I stayed home, quote, sick. Sick that day? AKA, I don't even remember what I, I was doing. I didn't want to go to school and I wanted to play computer games. And I'm playing Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, the expansion, Rogue Spear. Crazy. And I'm playing online and I'm like doing my normal game and I'm like, I've got my clan with like, yeah. we're like rank one <laughs> uh-huh. and we're better than everyone else and we have all the maps memorized and every trick to lean in and get yeah. anyway. No, I feel yeah. But that's how I found out about 9-11. I was sick that, sick. Yeah. <laughs> that day I was playing a counter-terrorist shooter game and then like I kept seeing all the, the rooms because they had rooms they would create where you would launch games. Yeah. And they're like, F terrorists and they keep talking about <laughs> yeah, really. yeah. I'm like I'm like, what the heck's going on? And that's yeah. <laughs> when someone messaged me and they're like, turn on your TV. Oh, man. that's weird. That's eerie. I can and see why you remember. And that's when that is I saw the second plane go into the second tower. Ugh, but uh, yeah, it was in my yeah. immersive state of online first person shooter terrorists. games, killing terrorists. Oh my terrorists. gosh, that's crazy. That is really actually crazy. No wonder you remember. So yeah, so we had things that changed, right? And then, you know, we also had Columbine happen. Yeah, and they start want to blame yeah. the violence on the computer yeah. games. And they still are doing it to this day. Like, they'll still kind of try to say that. But, you know, there's a lot of people who play video games that are violent that never hurt anyone. You know, I, I just want to say, like, I don't think that video games make people violent. I think that uh, video games are where someone who's violent can go put out that violence so I don't agree yeah, so with that it, whole idea yeah. of like it making people monsters. Well, ultimately, so now like I'm I've been a, an intense gamer for a majority of my life. I'm yeah a father now with five kids, and I work, and I I've eased off. The first part of our marriage, there's some friction because I was playing the computer <laughs> yeah, too, too much, much, and I was dragging my feet at growing up. But um, this uh, this concept of competition mm-hmm. of beating someone else, like. It's like glorified chess. Yeah, it is. Right? With different Because scenarios. you're given the same tools and the same options as someone else, and you come out on top. Uh-huh. And you got your call sign, you know? Yeah. And you can make a name for yourself in the gaming world. So it was easy to push away the crappy real one. Uh-huh. The next big problem for me was online MMOR, MMORPGs. <laughs> yeah. Because you, you mentioned like yeah. Ultima Online yeah. was one of the first big platforms. It yeah. was 2D, but the graphics were actually pretty decent, but it was fully immersive, right? But then the next big kicker was for our family and my childhood, yeah. EverQuest, dude. Yeah. Evercrack, as some would call it. Yeah, they did. Actually, I remember that nickname because people would like get their lives completely like you prefer it to in. the real world, and yeah. there was so much gratification out of leveling up. You had your groups and, and your people, slaying your that friends. dragon. Yeah, there, yeah, there's this immersive culture where um, I remember because I was like in junior high, my brothers in high school, and my it, it was it was a problem. We were playing too much, right? Yeah, and my brother got in trouble, and he got like banned from this game for a week, and like he legit like cried because. It's like, oh no, all the people I'm leveling up with are going to level up past where I'm at. Yeah. And I'm good. And you couldn't stand it. You didn't want to, yeah. you wanted to be the tough guy, right? It, it, anyway, it's, it's crazy um, how immersive games have gotten, the culture involved, guilds, clans, 
Yeah. And, uh, you know, as we could say, like, the le- the rest is history. I mean, it's just... Yeah, there's, like, so many games, too. Like, I didn't say them all. I just kind of brought up specifics. Oh, there's so many, because but... you jump from console yeah. to PC, and then there's yeah. genres, first-person shooter, oh, RPGs. Oh, I forgot to tell you. So, Microsoft, after they saw PlayStation and... Because um, we got, you know, we went on a little thing we Spiral. did. Spiral? Yeah. One of our little <laughs> but, spirals. One of our spirals. But when... Um, you know, they saw what Nintendo and Sony had done with PlayStation. They were like, we can do that. And when they went to people, you know, my like they had not done anything like that before. So people yeah. were kind of laughing at them and like, you can. But you can't do this. And but Microsoft made like the largest yeah, Xbox platform. Yeah. Well, they made the largest software platform that everyone was using. So yeah. to say that they couldn't enter that world and yeah. make some waves. Yeah, it was awful of them. And and literally, like, look at what happened when Xbox hit. And by the way, I've never owned an Xbox. I have that snobbery of always being You're a the PlayStation, PlayStation girl. person. <laughs> you know what? Okay, I won't lie. I have one now because we inherited one. Uh-huh. And there are some cool games. Like, I know. I ha- Halo. Halo. That was have, their big one. I have a lot of really great memories in junior high and high school having like overnight parties and like drinking way too much Mountain Dew and eating way too many Cheetos yeah. and playing Halo till, yeah. you know, all hours of the morning. So yeah. Halo was a massive success and for I Microsoft. And I liked it when I played it. I just was too stubborn to actually buy one. I was so like, yeah. You know, there was always those games that were just, you know, console specific. Yeah. But um, well, as more consoles got bigger, now yeah. it became it it's, was more it's often more that, shared. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are some originals like Final Fantasy. Yeah. You're only going to get it on PlayStation. Yeah. And I You can play one it on my PC, favorite games. It's but one of my all-time play it on favorite Xbox. games. Oh yeah. I can't I've beaten and played so many of those. I still remember like the storyline of 7 was like the best. Like when Sephiroth Sephiroth was just so freaking evil. Yeah, he was and, a good villain. Like, yeah, and I like I literally had times in that game where I it was bo- they were box people by the way. Like they yeah. tried to remake the game, but people said that they somehow they just haven't done it justice. But like I literally cried multiple times watching box people in that game because the story was so oh, it was good. Very, very That's why they tried to redo it. But I'm yeah. I'm a I'm a Final Fantasy fan huge. I haven't played a lot of the newer ones because I just didn't want to buy a console anymore. Yeah. Well, I kind of switched to PC. Like and you yeah. know, we were talking about that. So like what when the um PC started to get bid, the consoles were worried and wanted to compete. So then they started to add plug-in and like where yeah. you could be online well, you had and watch Xbox movies. Live. Yeah, and you could watch movies on it. Like, it was a multi-use system. Yeah. And, you know, it's funny. I tell you what, though. I'm deadly with a mouse. <laughs> but you give me thumbs on a console for a first-person shooter. Uh-huh. And I'm that guy who, like, his maybe the thing isn't inverted or not. And yeah. I'm just, like, slowly moving up and down. Like, really? I'm, I'm terrible on, I, I'm like, my kids... That. They'll play PC games yeah. where they just plug in the, the yeah, game the controller. Console. No, me yeah. or that controller. It's, sorry, it's mouse and keyboard, man. <laughs> it's mouse and keyboard. So I okay, I've done both, right? And like my favorite game is Dead by Daylight. Day, Dead by Daylight. Like is it's that like that a zombie a game? No, it's like basically like hide and go seek tag with a killer, and you know, it's not like Among Us. No, it's like you're you get. When did um, this come out? Um, I think it came out like three, three or four years ago. Okay, so relatively but, yeah. Recent. So basically, okay. they and they've gotten a lot of like companies that have let them use like characters that we love, like 
They've got um, Michael Myers in there. They've got Freddy Krueger in there. Uh, they've got, like, they pull ones, okay? okay? And you've got, like, one killer, and he's trying to catch, and if he hooks you three times, you're you're done. And he wants to catch everyone and hook them all, right, to win. Yeah. And there's four players, and they need to go and fix these generators that'll open a door so they can escape. And so okay. he's chasing you around trying to get you, and you're trying to, like, unlock stuff, hide from him, run around, you know, yeah. give him a hard time and make him angry because he can't catch you. Stuff yeah. like that. So it's it's fun, you know, and it's like, I really like it. It's not. There, there's you know. just so many different games now. Like yeah. in their own first person shooter, now you have like Call of Duty. Yeah. Um, like there's so many, I can't play them all, but my life was mostly consumed by online RPGs. Like I got pulled into World of Warcraft. I played it for like five years. I, I played it the whole time on yeah. and off, uh, but I played other ones in between, like Dark Ages of Camelot. That came after EverQuest, obviously. Oh, okay. I didn't know um, I see that one. And, uh, you know, there's been a lot of games that have been trying to be a quote-unquote WoW killer yeah. or World of Warcraft killer and have caused a little bit of a rift, but that, no, that game's been like, going strong for it, a long true, time. But, you have, like, Elder Scrolls Online. <laughs> that's true. I mean, there's just well, so now many. We, we have Lost Ark that just came over. Yeah. And there's people into that. And what's the, the other one? Um they're trying to come back. It was the one with the like the colonial. Um, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was called. It, it was recent, and they had problem. They tried to get it out before they were ready, and they had things crashing. Or uh, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Was it Amazon that was? Um, it? I just know that they're yeah. they're trying to fix it up really good now. Yeah. Is it Ark? Uh, here, I actually could check it because it's on my... But, but yeah, the, the point reality is... is there's so many games. But yeah. stemming from that, we mentioned it earlier in the show, online streaming and competitive play. Like, it's gotten huge. I, I, one game that I'm really... That I love, that I've been on and off playing immensely is New like World. League of Legends. Oh, New World Sorry, I had cool. to tell you. Yeah. League of Legends. So like the uh, MOBA games. But like... I won't lie, like, I enjoy the finals in League of Legends more than I like the Super Bowl. Don't hate me. Really? All you sports <laughs> lovers awesome. out there, you are welcome to make fun of me. I am put in the category of nerd, but, like, they do the, you know, American championships, and then they do worlds. Yeah. Where they bring in all the teams from everywhere, and, of course, freaking China and Korea are always romping everybody. But it the level of intensity, because I'll have people make fun of me, like, how can you watch someone play a computer game and have it be exciting? It's like, well, how can you watch someone play football? Wouldn't you rather go out and play football? When you, when they get to this level yeah. of expertise that's so beyond, and you watch them, you mm-hmm. watch the, the 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 just like on a basketball court, you know the, yeah. the the things they do as a team. You you watch the organization. Yeah, it takes strategy. Yeah. Also, you know they have to be good with their like speed and their fingers. Oh and yeah, they, their like, motor skills are yeah, incredible. And like, yeah, you're but right. But they'll set up plays that they work on for months wow. with different uh, character combinations. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'm really speaking nerd right now, but like, I love it. Yeah. I love watching it. And then, you know, I've, I've had some stints where I would get into Twitch and yeah. I watched some of my favorite gamers yeah. because not only were they funny and they had they great were personality, really good. they were freaking good at the game. And you watch some of the stuff they pull off and you're like, yeah. wow, I wish I could 
be that good. Me yeah, and like my, people like Asmongold and different people like that. He was really good at WoW, yeah. and he instantly had a following as soon as he switched over to Twitch because so many people already knew him in the game as like yeah. a great player. And like and now we have these online gaming celebrities. Yeah, we do. And you know, it's funny too because I've noticed that uh, when people first starting ha- having competitions in video games. So many people scoffed at that and they were like, what is that? That's not a talent or whatever. But there's people who used to scoff at it that finally like realized like they really have to get good at what they're doing. They have to know what they're doing. Like you said, they have to have strategy. They have to yeah. be smart. It's not like, Well, in, in retrospect, there were more people that watched the League of Legends World Championship uh-huh. than watched the Super Bowl. Really? I didn't know but, that. But it, granted, it's worldwide. Oh, okay, yeah. And then, but you go over to like Asia. Mm-hmm. Their like big rock stars are these nerdy yeah gamers gamer guys yeah. and they're paid millions of dollars anyway yeah it's kind of crazy to yeah. watch this whole world develop and it all starts Bring from from a little two two lines, lines with a little dot bouncing a back and forth ball that bounces <laughs> yeah isn't that crazy and, and the <laughs> games are just getting more and more immersive the graphics are getting yeah. better and better to the point where I'm like I'm literally watching a game and I'm like wow. This is stunning. Well, let me point like, out the future. Beautiful. Like no, you're right. Insane. We've oh sorry. I just wanted to because we should we should wrap up. Here. We really should. But I you want to get me going talking about computer games. <laughs> I know. The nerd I know. Over I, here. That's why I picked it. But oh, by the way, we do get together for the Super Bowl. So you know, we do have. We some still of that watch side. the we Super Bowl. <laughs> And there's a lot more good food, and the ads are funny. But man, the intensity for me on the world's gaming stage. So what I wanted to point out is I noticed something recently, and I don't know if other people have really taken, like, um, I don't know, really taken in what's going on. But League of Legends did something I've never seen anything do, and I think it's going to go up from there. They started a band. KDA, that right. does their songs. They're good songs. It's a nice K-pop band they put together. Yeah. And they've Netflix now released series. a series on characters in it. Yeah. And, you know, I mean, like, you have to look at that genius. Like, they're not just capitalizing on the game. They realize that they could make music to capitalize on. Yeah. They could make shows to capitalize on. You know, and we've seen, like, uh, I, I freaking love um, Resident Evil and Silent Hill. And we've seen Resident Evil make shows. Yeah. You know, and we've seen Silent Hill make a movie. But KDA has added their own pop band, like is uh, their own pop band that they've added that actually yeah. has nice music. And I think we're going to start to see more of that, like where a game isn't just a game. It's going to no. cross over into everything. Well, but even, even look at things like um, Star Wars. Yeah. I love or Star Harry Wars. Potter. <laughs> Movies, games. I mean, yeah. Anyway, if if the story's good, if the characters are good, it mm-hmm. kind of transcends just a game. It becomes something, something much better. But like my point is, is they. I don't know of any other game that has made their own band. Yeah, music makes, and soundtrack. Yeah, like they they have their own pop, like K-pop band. That makes songs for things. And then they have people who have started in coming in and making songs for them. And like they've moved it over into the music industry. Yeah. And I think we're gonna see more of that. I do too. And I'm excited to see where we go with video games. It's really nice to do when you've got a lot on your mind. Well, you can't it's think a, about it's that. It's a big stuff distraction. Yeah, and exactly. it's gratifying when yes. you 
beat that level or kill that boss or yeah. get that name title in the game. <laughs> that well, <laughs> that next level You're achievement, right. right? You're like, You're right. I don't even want to tell you how many hours I spent doing this, but I got it. I got this new name yeah. or I got this new skin or I got yeah. this new mount. Like, Yeah, well, and, the, and we always have new problems too. Like now it's all these like roll boxes or treasure box, whatever that you pay money for. You know, I watched a video the other day of some parents in China coming into um, an internet cafe and beating their child with a computer um, keyboard and and whatnot because he found access to their like life savings and in American dollars oh, depleted it. No, he spent forty three or forty five around there thousand dollars oh yeah on because you have these free to play games, games and then you you the buy the skin or you the, buy the yep, yeah yeah well and like there's a Treasure lot of games chests. yeah well there's games adding that in too and you it's know it's becoming more common instead yeah. of paying for a subscription yeah it's free to play but yeah but with these boxes and stuff they do like some of these games you can't even say oh i want that skin so i'm gonna buy that skin you have to buy this box and do a roll and see if you're lucky or whatever and, you because know, if you get it, you're that much more elite. Yeah. And, you know, like for me, I mean, I see, like there's other people who see this problem. It's basically endorsing gambling to children. Ooh. If you think about it, you know. Why did you have to open that can, Lily? I'm just saying, you know, we've got the Let's cool go back parts. to people getting blown up by big guns and doom so, and quake. So anyway, I feel like, you know, there's, there's things to be looked at. And, you know, um, phone games, that's cool. It's a fun thing. But it seems like those ones are definitely more of like the whole pay to play. And, you know, there's, I feel like there's a real issue that we need to look at here about where boundaries are drawn. And I don't want, you know, I feel like that I could see the validity in almost getting a, you know, addiction to gambling because they're gambling on these boxes. Yeah. You know, like how much easier it would be for them to go to later gambling and and really lose money. So I don't know. It was just something I wanted to point out. So I feel mm-hmm. like we've got our good stuff going on. Yeah. And I feel like, you know, we definitely have our problems. Well, and here's the thing, balance in all things, right? Mm-hmm. So if you're if you do too much of anything too often, it's not good. So yep. I, I you know, my I don't have a problem. My kids play the computer games. I have a couple computers that they can play on in the house. We've got the consoles. But they still go out and play. Yeah, you know, which is good. They, they they still get the vitamin D from the sunlight. Heck yeah! And they use some energy. But um, anyway, it'll be interesting to see where games go in the next few years. But yeah. man, what a run over the last fifty years, right? Yeah, right. And make sure you take care of yourself. I remember the story about the guy over in Japan who like died because he didn't like eat and stuff because he was just playing. When you are elite <laughs> character, you don't have to eat. <laughs> no, he but ate like- in the game. So basically, have fun, play games, take care of yourselves, and make sure your psychology stays good and don't hurt people and don't, don't neglect blame, people that love you. Do, don't do that and don't blame video Remember games. Remember to be relevant and there for those around you in yes. real life. IRL, baby, IRL. Yes, yeah, so don't blame uh, video games for your problems and don't escape your problems in video games. And that's where we'll leave it, right? That was deep. I know, I'm so good. It just Mind came to me. Mind blown. <laughs> Wow. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you. We love being able to talk about our topics. And uh, until next time. Yep. Talk to you later.